Welcome to the Actor in the Actuary as we two guys in opposite states talk about our careers, our life in completely two different worlds. We try to figure out what the heck is going on, who we are, what we are doing, and if it means something. Jeff, good to hear from you. Good to see from you. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I did dress up for you tonight, so you're welcome. For those of you listening, which is all of you, there is still a moose head on the wall behind Aaron's head. Uh, still haven't moved out of this house. Uh, maybe someday. Well, Jeff, uh, any anything new going on with you since last time we talked? Uh, yeah, uh, got a kid. Got another one. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, Take care how, of that. How'd that whole thing go? Oh, it was great. Really stressful. Really awesome. Um, <laughs> not sleeping well. Did a home birth and it was fun. A home birth. Wow. Yeah. I heard about that. I did not realize you were doing that until after I got the text after she was born. Uh, why? Cause you didn't do that the first time, did you? No. All right. So, uh, why, why did you do it this time? Well, I mean, I, I think, um, before we get to that answer, can I ask you a question? Wow. Turning the tables back on me. Yeah. What do you have for me? What do you have in your hand? What are you drinking? Well, I've got over here, uh, you can see this nice big glass. Uh, this must be a trick the restaurants use. It looks like a huge glass, uh, but I just poured my 12 ounce can of beer in here. And it is a Bent Paddle Brewing Snowmaker Pale Ale. Um, this might be the last week of snow here in uh, the bold north, so wanted to represent with that. Hmm. What do you got over there? Well, over here at the Wild West, I also have a similar situation poured into this glass here, just a bottle of wine, and it all fit. So that, that glass looks pretty uh, wide, though. It looks like there's no uh, optical illusions going on there. It might be like a glass and a half or... <laughs> all right. or rounded rounded down looks, to potentially two i don't know it looks it looks delicious but i'm oh but i am drinking an apothic red blend tonight oh certainly i've i've had that before that's a that's a good good little drink there this is a mother-in-law slash sister-in-law slash wife leftovers from the visits for new baby Gotcha. So you're saying you wouldn't normally choose it, but you got it. So you're on it. Correct. And it was fitting because I'd never had it on this show. So therefore it is here to get back to your question because we're blending too many things together. (laughs) Red blend. Get it. Uh, Got it. Yes. Um, It took me a second. Got it. Wanted to make sure you were catching what I was sipping. Is this another Um, pun episode? But yeah, to answer your question in a way that I will, I'll do it in two parts. One, if you're super close to us and you truly want to know what happened and uh, we'd love to tell you, it was a miraculous story. Um, It's probably not for the air at this time. Jacqueline Mm -hmm. and I still have not divulged it to the public and probably will keep some of that sacred, but um but it was, like I said, relationally changing and I, something that um, 
brought in a lot of elements of understanding new levels of faith and in our journey. So um, I'll kind of leave it there. And then I'm happy to tell you more um, when we stop recording. But uh, just for the, the sacredness of the day, I will I will leave it at that. Wow, you have piqued my interest and uh, certainly the interest of everyone listening. So but I have a healthy girl number two named Grace Shalom. Grace Shalom. All right. Awesome. Welcome um, to the party. Yeah. Welcome to the party, Grace. Um, how, what does Ever think of her? Uh, you know, first day was a little rough uh, <laughs> uh-huh, trying to figure uh-huh. out what the heck was going on, uh, who she was, and if uh, it, her life meant anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. But uh, no, she's uh, she, she's doing well now. She's adapted. She calls little baby, baby Grace, and uh, likes gentle touches to her forehead. Um, sometimes she's a little confused on like why the attention is not fully on her, but we're, uh, we're getting there. Right. Yep. Yep. I, I can relate to that as well. Um, okay. And how, how was life for you guys with, with two little ones? It's crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely <laughs> nuts. It's freaking crazy. Um, but we, uh, just had all of our relatives leave at the end of last week. So we mm. did the weekend on our own. We did our first Monday officially, you know, it's just a tandem and we survived. So that's got to count for something. That does count for something. Yeah. It, how was she doing like sleep wise? Uh, not well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Grace or ever? Cause I, well, I got, yeah, both, I guess I was ever, asking about Grace. Ever but... has always been a fantastic sleeper. And now she's like hitting the, the rocks because it was a little strange. So we're kind of trying to catch our rhythm. Grace is doing all right. Um, she had a couple of stretches in there where she was doing four and a half hour nights, um, after she hit her, her weight again. Um, but now we're kind of in this weird, like what's happening. Is this an hour, two hour, three hour session? Like mm. she's just eating a lot, which is great, but we're yeah. trying to figure out the rhythm together. So a lot of, uh, eyes closed diaper changes and you know you know those like i'm handing you the baby do you have the baby is that the baby what's happening is it dark in here i can't see a thing i got the baby that's my forehead um you know it's great yeah we we had one of those the other night um joshua recently went through or is still kind of going through his four month sleep regression um Mm -hmm. which is like the yeah it's like the big one that people talk about and uh yeah jess was was feeding Joshua and then she was done. And so I, I brought him into his crib in the other room and, um, I would just kind of, I laid on the, on the floor next to the crib for like an hour and then it was time for us to switch. And so I walked in there and I was like, okay, Jess, uh, time, time to switch. And she's like, wait, what? I, I, I'm feeding him right now. Like, no, no, that was an hour ago. So, (laughs) yep. Yeah. There's a lot of those, like, what the heck is happening moments. Um, yeah, is this baby on me right now? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did we have put the baby back or is the yeah. baby still in the bed somewhere? Like Yeah. Oh, I remember sometimes having like a bad dream of, oh my gosh, I like left the baby on the bed and the and yeah. the baby fell off. Rolled off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think every time it's just been a dream, but uh I think not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> Uh, but isn't it crazy how like your body just adjusts to the new sleep schedule and like you just, you, you make it by on whatever sleep you get. Yeah. It's it literally. And then all of a sudden like, and go to work. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. 
um, and perform well. I mean, it's insane. It is, mm-hmm. it, it is truly insane. I mean, I was given two weeks off, which was more than I had forever. So I know that's not crazy in terms of the corporate world, but it was a very appreciated, but I am exhausted still because mm-hmm. it's not like two weeks is like, Oh, and you're back to normal. It's like, no, I'm not going to leave my wife hanging in the middle of the night. I'm going to support her and do this together. And I'm going to just figure out how to be tired tomorrow. Cause she's going to be tired too. So, right. um, anyway, yeah, we're, uh, we're, it's hard. You play a lot of, you know, I've, I've been told, you know, one child, yeah, okay, great. It's hard, but then you figure it out. But then you get to two and you're like, this is man defense. Like, okay, you got her, I got her. Okay, yeah. we're good. And then when you get to three, it's like zone and you're trying to figure out what the heck to do. But uh, hopefully one of them is bold enough at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Put <laughs> put one of your kids on on uh, the top of the zone. Yeah, um, put them on your team. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, it's been, it's been a little bit of a journey, but I'm, I'm loving it. I love her. And I also like, I've noticed that I love her more than I think I'd loved ever at this age because I know what she will become because I am, you know, <laughs> yeah. ecstatic over ever. But the first child you're like, you're not super connected because they're always on the mom and you're trying to figure out how you connect to this new life. And then all of a sudden this one comes, you're like, but I know the love that I'm going to have. That's going to be like yeah. crazy. And you're like, that helps the the starter on number two differently. Yeah. And you're, you're like, okay, I know that this child is going to do more than just cry every time I put him or her down <laughs> at some point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's just now, it's just now that it's like that, but yeah, no, I, I totally get that. What's new on the home front for you guys? Uh, well, yeah, Joshua just turned five months. He's still like, we had a stretch where he was sleeping through the night or only waking up once. And then he hit that four months and man, a couple of weeks ago, it was pretty bad. He was, he'd like wake up every half an hour. Oh, <laughs> it was, it was brutal. So like, we couldn't take it anymore. You know, we got him in our room cause the whole, you're supposed to have him in your room for six months thing. So, um, we decided like, nope, we're, uh, <laughs> We're moving him to his room. We're putting him in the crib. And that's why I, I was saying I was laying on the uh, floor next to his crib. Yeah. We're still going to have one person laying, you know, laying in nearby. There. Yeah. Yeah. Nearby. But like, it's just, we were both not getting any sleep. Um, and it turns out he likes his crib a lot better. So that's good. Hopefully, you know, getting uh, a little bit better <laughs> sleep soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, you know, like you can get a half a third of the amount of sleep you normally get and you can still function at 90%. So, uh, it's very impressive. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually, uh, impressed with the, the productivity that I'm providing, uh, <laughs> my workplace and still being able to not sleep. That's pretty great. Is, is, so, is, is, is there a chance your boss is listening right now or possibly is there a chance? <laughs> is there a chance, Aaron, that I'm actually asleep right now? <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, besides that, things are thawing out over here and, uh, yeah, we're, we're getting ready for spring. So yeah, it's, it's that hopeful time of year, you know, I mean, you you lived in Minnesota a long time, you know, like this time of year when all the snow melts and like it's 60 degrees one day and the whole state's outside in shorts. We like, we like had that day this last weekend. Um, that's pretty awesome. But then like, there's still that chance that tomorrow a big old snowstorm comes. Oh, Yeah. Well, that's why I'm drinking the snowmaker. It's supposed to, to like have a, there's supposed to be a big blizzard in a couple of days. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Bold <laughs> but, North's out for me. Yeah. Well, but it, the snow in April is great. Cause you know, it's going to melt right away. No. But uh, no, besides that, I had one of those iconic dad moments this past weekend. Um, it was pretty great. Uh, 
where Henry learned to ride a bike without training wheels. Wow. And, you know, that, that's like one of the things you see in the movies, right? Like, you know, the dad's holding onto the back of the bike, pedal, buddy, pedal, yeah, you know, yeah. and then you just like push them and let them go. And like, I, I didn't know what to expect. Like, I, I was like, okay, that's what it's like in the movies. Um, I would say my experience was actually exactly that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and you know, he like fell a couple times and then after that, it's like, no, you just, all you got to do is if, if you push them hard enough, yeah, they figure it out. And yeah. I was just like, so proud. Like I was so proud how he fell down, but he just like wanted to do it. And so he like got back up again and, um, you know, he biked all the way to the park and back and he like wanted to try to start. Like he didn't want me to give him a, a push to start. He like wanted to start by himself. So uh, it was just like a really proud dad moment. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was really fun. And I was like realizing after the fact, like I should have cherished that moment a little more. Cause like at the time I was thinking, oh man, I hope, I hope this is not going to be too hard to get him to learn how to ride without training wheels. But then afterwards, I'm like, no, that was like an awesome moment. I should have just been yeah. enjoying it. So, well, that's awesome. I mean, I think it's, it's pretty, it's pretty like if you throw out ever on a bike in the middle of the street in a couple of years, I might be totally afraid that she could get creamed because it's just not like, like you get to live in a safe area in a neighborhood like that. Like, that's awesome that you get to do that. It's mm. kind of like that for us with the swimming pool, because now ever gets to swim so much. And we're in this moment where she can officially swim like on her own. Like I would never just send no her way. out there, but she's two and a half and I don't wow. have to, I don't have to help her. She can jump in. She can swim to the edge. She can swim all the way. Like she, she's figured it out. Like without a life jacket, without a life jacket. Wow. That yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Which is wow. like cool, but it, it, it's like the same thing. You know, we have a pool, so she's in it like every other day or something mm-hmm. like that. Whenever right now is we're not so much, but before baby like she was doing it every day and then all the weekends she would just be you know swimming a lot like she just figured it out and there's that moment like you said like you're just so proud you're like oh my gosh how the heck are you doing this mm-hmm. um and that's been great and uh this also ever picked a really fun time to start potty training um you know grace comes home and she's like oh i need to make sure that i'm still seen and do something cool so she started like potty training herself uh, what? so yeah, so I've never heard of that. Is that, no, like, I hear really that's a thing. A thing. Yeah. What? <laughs> so, so like, uh, my mother-in-law got her one of those little potties that you sit on the ground uh-huh. and she just put it in the living room and explained it to her. And like the next day she's like, I want to sit on the potty. And we're like, okay. And she sat on the potty. She just peed. She's like, it's coming. And then like, then now it's been a thing every day. And we've slowly gotten to like two or three sessions a day. And it's like, how the heck you just like did it. Wow. Crazy. Not insane. That Kids is, are insane. And that's, that's like to your point. Like, I just want to be that, present. That, that, I mean, kids are insane was kind of my takeaway too of like, man, imagine if adults did this, like that is a very frightening thing <laughs> to be like, I like biking, for example, like, I'm just going to go on this thing that tips over and yep. I've never done it before. And someone's just going to push me. And yeah. if I'm not good at it, I'm going to fall over and scrape my knee. Like yeah, imagine if adults were that brave. <laughs> yeah. Faith of a child is like a real thing that adults need to have. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy. Oh, good. Well, uh, man, good to catch up. It has definitely been a while. Um, and it's been so long that we even have an email in our inbox. Do, no. do you want me to uh, give it a little read? Let's read skis. All right. 
Oh, okay. We have got something from the transporter. Oh, transporter. Transporter. He says, this is the transporter, not Jason Statham. Oh my Aaron, gosh. do you know who Jason Statham is? Well, the fact that you're saying that his, that his last name is Statham and not Statham, then <laughs> that's a problem. Who, uh, yeah, no, I don't know who Jason Statham is. Uh, he's a, he's oh, the oh, lead. Wait, no, no, I know. He's the guy. He's uh, Uncle Jesse in Full House. No, what? <laughs> stay the John stay, stay the Stamos. Stamos. Okay. Well, oh, that's close. J- Jason yeah. Statham. But can I tell you who Jason Statham is? Yeah, please do. Um, He's the transporter. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, in the movies the transporter transporter two and the transporter three oh, i've never heard of those movies well, all right you would they, you would recognize his face actually are, can you google things can you just uh, google jason uh, statham yeah. real quick jason statham uh no i no no idea let's see do, do, do you want to play the game of <laughs> what's his most recent movie that i've seen <laughs> no i don't want to. yeah let's play that game okay um operation fortune F9, Wrath of Man, Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw, The Meg, Fate of the Furious, Mechanic Resurrection, Furious 7, Spy, Wild Card, The Expendables 3, Homefront, Fast and Furious 6, Redemption Parker, The Expendables 2, Safe, Killer Elite, Blitz, Nomeo and Juliet, that sounds cool, The Mechanic, The Expendables 13, Crank High Voltage, Transporter 3, uh, Death Race, The Bank Job, War in the Name of the King, Crank, The Pink Panther, Chaos, Revolver, London, Transported to Cellular, Collateral, Call of Duty, The Italian Job. I've seen that one. 2003, The Italian Job. <laughs> you never seen Cellular? I've never heard of Cellular. Oh, that's a good one. I mean, it's not a good movie, but you sure should have seen it. Is he the main guy in The Italian Job? <laughs> no, that's Mark Wahlberg. Oh, okay. Oh, I've had his burgers. <laughs> Um, anyway, let's go back to it. Jason Statham, not Jason Statham, the transporter yeah. sent us an email. He or her said, uh, they just listened to the potato dog episode. Mm. Here's a picture of Spud McKenzie, a famous dog that is named after a potato. So it's a pun contribution. Uh, Spud McKenzie, the original party animal. This looks like an advertisement for Bud Light. So listeners, if you are interested, go ahead and Google Spuds McKenzie. Can we talk about the disclaimer at the bottom of that? For a copy of this ad poster, send $2.50 to the party animal poster office in Atlanta, Georgia, and allow up to six weeks for delivery. What the heck? Okay, you know what we have to do now, right? Let's do it. Yeah, we have to do it. I'll do it. I will okay. send I will send a letter tomorrow. Send it send it on our letterhead and say this is a pr- official request from the actor and the actuary for a copy of the Spuds McKenzie original po- party animal poster. I will absolutely do that. Okay, so does he have anything else to say? <laughs> yes. Uh, he also has a question for uh, for uh, Jeff. Uh, that's the actor, I believe. Hmm. Uh, although his question looks like a statement, he says, Hollywood and Christianity do not mix very well. How has being a Christian impacted the projects you choose and the type of content you will work on? Hmm. It is tricky. I would say... Hollywood and the phrasing Hollywood and Christianity don't mix very well is really dependent upon how you view the industry. I think they mix very well. I just think it's not often mixed. Um, So I would counter that and say Hollywood and Christianity don't mix very often. And that's unfortunate. 
but I think they do mix very well. And I think there's a, a big need for more of that fine line. I think you have the extremes, which don't really do well in the box office or are very uh, niche to, you know, the super Christian market won't generally get up on, you know, the big silver screen and be in the award ceremonies and that kind of stuff. But I think there definitely is potential to find the line um, a little bit closer. That's actually my goal uh, in life out here is to do that and work on material and write material that challenges um, kind of the status quo of filmmaking out here. And so, yeah, that's actually, it's defined a lot of opportunities that have come and gone and some that I've said no to. Um, auditions that I say no to, things that I won't do, or um, there's a lot of, you know, sexual content out there that, you know, Jacqueline and I always have to, if there's a kiss or something else in the scene that it's like, well, we have to have a conversation about that. That's not something that we would just automatically say yes to because there's a, there's a real partnership here. It's not like, oh yeah, that's just fake. It's TV. No, it's like, that's, that's real. Like that has to happen. So there's those conversations. There's I don't really necessarily believe in the content. Um, so do you have any examples of things that you have turned down for that reason? Uh, there was, um, a show, gosh, I can't remember. I think it was a Hulu show and I was supposed to be kind of that younger college student who, um, got caught up in a relationship or affair with his professor lady was a little older and there was like a scene where we were having like simulated sex in a closet and that was one where it's like yeah not gonna do that um and jack and i talked about it making sure we're on the same page and turned it down okay <clears throat> all right well good is there, is there anything else you want to add on that I, there is one more question that uh, the transporter asks. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm working a lot on writing my own, um, content. I think when you can control your own content, it's a little bit, um, it's, it's better for me. Like I, I I'm going to, you know, do auditions. I'm going to act. I'm going to say yes to things that I, I'm not in control of. Um, but I'm constantly pursuing and actively trying to find my success in the content I have full control over and what I write and what I direct and what I create. And my end goal is that's to be a, a content story creator in a mega scene. Um, I have my own goals on how big that can be. Um, but in a way that is very impactful as a believer that fights a strong line between the secular and the faith-based worlds and says that, Hey, I can have a voice at the big table with this belief, with this story. And I don't have to come all the way over to what you want me to say or do or act. And I can still push the envelope to be so intense, so exciting, so epic, so foundationally minded in my beliefs, but be engaging to where it's like, no, you can get millions of watchers to this. Um, if you fight that line, that's, that's my goal. That's awesome. I love that goal. Um, <clears throat> I am looking forward to, uh, seeing that, uh, I was going to say debut, but that's not the word pre premiere. Oh, nice. Right. That's, that's a good, that's right. Movie it's going to star Jason <clears throat> Statham. Well, now I know who he is. He's the guy from the Italian job. Yeah. Not the lead, right. <laughs> not the burger guy. <clears throat> All right. Um, one more question for you from the transporter. Do you get to vote uh, for any of the awards shows? 
like the uh, Oscars. I'm assuming he's talking about uh, the Screen Actor Awards. You get to uh, you're part of the this wow. uh, Screen Actors Guild out here, um, or I am, and I've been able to yeah be involved um, with the voting. They send out screeners, so that's the one cool thing about being in SAG is every year you get all the the SAG nominated films and shows sent directly to you. So. Uh, we always have a fun, you know, time, February, March, April, Jack and I going through all of our screeners that we get for new movies that are all nominated and all that kind of stuff. So, um, nice. that's, uh, yeah, but yeah, you get to participate and vote in on the SAG awards. So have you done that yet this year? Have you watched those films? Uh, yeah, we, we've watched probably half of the screeners. Uh, if anybody's listening that wants a movie that's been nominated, actually, it actually did win best picture. Thankfully, Coda is unbelievable. Um, I highly recommend it. Coda, C-O-D-A. Coda. Never heard of it. Um, if you want, Aaron, it has gone from my mother-in-law's and now has been shipped to my parents. So it's oh. actually in the bold north. Wow. Uh, no. I can a short drive away. Group text for a drive if you would like the next viewing of Coda. Um, would I like it? You would love it. Okay. Then, yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, this has been fun, Jeff. Um, I think no topic necessary. It's just good to catch up with you. Yeah, some good housekeeping here. I think it's important to just sometimes have no plan and just chat. And thanks for the transporter for helping carry the conversation through line and uh, keep emailing us. We we definitely need some more emails in the bank. Uh, hit us up at the actor and the actuary at gmail.com. And guess what? Um, <clears throat> I've been working on a little something, uh, you mm. know, these past few weeks as you've been tending to uh, your newborn. Um, it's It's a little jingle. So, oh. uh, you know, it's just a, a little, a little something, something that I, I think that you and all of our listeners might enjoy. Hey, you just listened and this is crazy, but here's our address. Email us maybe the actor and the actuary at gmail.com. Email us maybe. Oh, wow. That was incredible. Thank you. Thank you. Well, let's leave it at that. I'm Jeffrey Larson, the actor. And I've been Aaron Sorbel, the actuary. See you next time.